Good evening, I'm your host Andy Sullivan and welcome to Blendertainment. Um, I'm going to start off with a um, nasty bit of business, uh, for me at least. Uh, the Tennessee Titans got defeated on Sunday Night Football by the Kansas City Chiefs 20-17 to in overtime. Um... The um, total yards by Kansas City was 499 to Tennessee's 299. Um, Tennessee had eight penalties. Kansas City had 10. Um, 69 penalty yards for Kansas City to Tennessee's 51. Um, time of possession, Kansas City owned that. 41 minutes and 28 seconds to Tennessee's 26 minutes and 23 seconds. Um, Patrick Mahomes went 43 of 68 for 446 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Um, let's see. The Titan, well, the Travis Kelsey. Uh, 10 reception for 106 yards of yeah the um, I, I was hoping obviously that the Titans would uh, get the job done uh, they actually um, the game started off um, Kansas City scored the first nine of uh, the Titans. It was well. It was three nothing Kansas City after one, nine nothing Kansas City after two, and then nine seven. A Derrick Henry four yard touchdown run and a bullet kick. Um, and a Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry one-yard touchdown run. And in the third quarter, when it was 17-9 Tennessee, Bullock hit a 44-yard field goal. And fourth quarter, um, fourth quarter, Kansas City came back, and it was 17-17. Um which forced overtime, and Kansas City won the coin toss. And as soon as they won the coin toss, I knew that it was done. Because if you win the coin toss, odds are you're going to win the game. And that's exactly what happened. Kansas City 20, Tennessee 17. Harrison Butker hit a 28-yard field goal to seal the victory. Ah, that's, so that was my shit football day. Um, <laughs> we did crown, well, not we, NASCAR crowned a new champion today. Joey Logano. Um, let's see, he won stage one of the season finale at Phoenix. Ryan Blaney won stage two. And, um, <laughs> Blaney ran out of fuel as he won, as he crossed the finish line. 
Um, Joey Logano won the next. He is now a two-time NASCAR champion. This is the first time a Penske driver has ever won, or first time Team Penske has ever won the IndyCar Series Championship and the Cup Series Championship in the same year. This is the second second championship for Crew Chief Paul Wolf. Um, little funny tidbit: uh, Joey told his kids before he left that he would come home with the second championship trophy. So, if he didn't, I would say that. Um, well, he he said that I would, didn't want to make my kids up to be a liar. So. Uh, Now there is um there is one sad bit of news to come out of the day. Um Coy Gibbs, son of NASCAR and NFL Hall of, Hall of Famer and the father, as a matter of fact, of the young man who won the Xfinity Championship just Saturday has passed away. Um, Coy Gibbs was 49. He was the vice chairman and chief operating officer at Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, Coy Gibbs died in his sleep, according to a release from Joe Gibbs Racing. It's like I say, he was 49. He was the vice chairman and chief operating officer at JGR. And father of Ty Gibbs, who won the 2022 Xfinity Series Championship Saturday by winning the season finale at Phoenix Raceway hours before his father's death. Um, statement, um, team statement said, It is with great sorrow that Joe Gibbs Racing confirms that Coy Gibbs, co-owner Coy Gibbs, went on to be with the Lord in his sleep last night, the team said in a statement. Family appreciates the thoughts and prayers and asks for privacy at this time. Coy Gibbs had moved into a bigger executive role at JGR since his older brother, J.D., had vacated the team president role while battling a degenerative neurological disease. J.D. Gibbs died January 11th, 2019 at age 49. Coy Gibbs also started and ran Joe Gibbs' Racing's motocross team, which was a winner and championship contender in Supercross. We are heartbroken by the tragic loss of Coy Gibbs, NASCAR chairman and CEO Jim France said. On behalf of the France family and all of NASCAR, I extend my deepest, I extend my deepest condolences to Joe, Pat, Heather, the Gibbs family, and everyone at Joe Gibbs Racing on the loss of Coy. A true friend and racer. Before coming a racing, before becoming a racing executive, Coy Gibbs was a successful athlete in multiple sports. He starred as a middle linebacker, little middle linebacker at Stanford University, from 1991 to 1994. Before moving on to a racing career as a driver. After racing late models in NASCAR series in the late 1990s, he made his craftsman 
Truck Series debut in 2000 and raced full-time on the circuit from 2001 to 2002. In 58 truck starts, he had six top-five finishes. After his Xfinity debut in 2002, he raced full-time on the circuit for Joe Gibbs Racing in 2003. He retired from racing after the season to focus on his role in racing management and nurturing Ty's burgeoning career. Ty Gibbs had been scheduled to drive in Sunday's Cup Race Championship Finale for 2311 Racing, but was replaced by Daniel Hemrick. During the NBC pre-race show, analyst Dale Jarrett, who won the 1993 Daytona 500 with Joe Gibbs Racing, said he was stunned and devastated by the news. It's family to me because of my association and the opportunities they gave me, Jarrett said. To get to know this family and see Coy come from a college football career, try racing, do anything and everything to be part of the family business and to bring Ty and put him in a championship situation. If there's any consolation in thinking about this, he was able to watch Ty win his championship yesterday. But my heart, my thoughts and prayers to Joe, Pat, Ty, and everyone in the Gibbs family. NASCAR and NBC analyst Kyle Petty, who lost his son Adam in a 2000 crash, said he had many discussions with Joe Gibbs after the death of J.D. Gibbs. Petty said, these are the days in the sport for we are a family. You hurt for this family. There are no words. This is his second son, and I was just crushed when I found out about it. It was the worst thing a parent could go through to lose a child. But Coy was loved, and we can look at so many positive things. That's what we have to look at. Anytime you have a situation, you have to look at the positive side. And Joe Gibbs, Pat, are strong in their faith. Faith. That's all you have is that faith that you're going to see them again. They're in a better place. It breaks my heart. It truly, truly, again, brings you back to that moment in your life and I know it takes him back him and Pat back to that moment they lost JD it's a sadness that will fall on this place as more and more people find out Joe Gibbs starting his NASCAR Cup Series team in 1993 after winning three Super Bowls as coach of the the Washington Redskins Joe Gibbs was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame in 2020 after his fourth Cup Series championship. Coy Gibbs is survived by his wife, Heather, and four children. Truly a sad situation. Um... Now, um, I'm going to go from, um, this is, um, it's never easy to do, no matter how many times you do it, go from 
talking about a death to just talking about, well, anything else. Um, but, um, yeah, we sold her on. Um, the 2022 CMA Awards are this Wednesday at 7 p.m. on ABC. And here are your nominees. Um, Musician of the Year, Jeannie Fleener, Fiddle, Paul Franklin, Steel Guitar, Brent Mason, Guitar, Ilya Toshinsky, Banjo, and Derek Wells, Guitar. Music Video of the Year. I Bet You Think About Me, Taylor's Version, From the Vault, Taylor Swift featuring Chris Stapleton, Long Neck Way to Go, Midland, featuring John Party, um, Never Say Never, Cole Swindell with Lainey Wilson, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, Carly Pierce with Ashley McBride, and Till You Can't, Cody Johnson. Um, my pick to win that, um... I'm going to say never say never. Cole Swindell with Lainey Wilson. Because. A week from. Well. Yesterday now. Sunday. Will be Lainey Wilson's debut. As full time cast member. Of Yellowstone. And. You know, good publicity. <laughs> Go into a brand new role with a CMA award. Why not? Now, musical event of the year. Um, the nominees are Beers on Me, Dirks Bentley with Breland and Hardy. If I Didn't Love You, Jason Aldean with Carrie Un and Carrie Underwood. Long Neck Way to Go, Midland featuring John Party. Never Say Never, Cole Swindell with Laney Wilson. Never Wanted to Be That Girl, Carly Pierce, and Ashley McBride. The musical event of the year, I'm going to go Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride, Never Wanted to Be That Girl. Up next is Song of the Year by Dirt, Jacob Wilson, Jordan Davis, Josh Jenkins, and Matt Jenkins. Never Wanted to Be That Girl, Shane McAnally, Ashley McBride, and Carly Pierce. Sand in My Boot. Ashley Gourley, Michael Hardy, and Josh Audubon. Not to be confused with Dirt on My Boots from John Party a while back. A lot of songs about boots in country music, y'all. Um, and Things a Man Ought to Know. Jason Nix, Jonathan Singleton, and Lainey Wilson. And I'm going to say that Things a Man Ought to Know is going to win that song, is going to win that award. Now, Single of the Year, by Dirt, Jordan Davis, featuring Luke Bryan, Half of My Hometown, Kelsey Ballerini, featuring Kenny Chesney, Never Wanted to Be That Girl, Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride, T.E. Cant, Cody Johnson, 
and you should probably leave Chris Stapleton. And I'm going to pick half of my own down. Album of the Year. Growing Up by Luke Combs. Humble Quest by Marin Morris. Palomino by Miranda Lambert. Saying What I'm Thinking by Lainey Wilson. And Time to Kill in Therapy by Old Dominion. And I'm going to pick, even though I know nothing about this album, Saying What I'm Thinking by Lainey Wilson. Although I'm thinking Humble Quest should probably win it, but, you know. We move on to New Male Artist of the Year. The nominees are Hardy, Walker Hayes, Cody Johnson, Parker McCollum, and Lainey Wilson. I think you know where I'm going with this. Lainey Wilson. I'd like for, you know, I mean, Walker Hayes had a huge hit with um, Fancy Like, a.k.a. the Sonic song. Um, but, you know, Lainey Wilson's kind of the it girl now. So, I'm thinking she's going to come away with it. Could be wrong, but we'll see. Uh, vocal duo of the year, Brooks and Dunn, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Low Cash, and Maddie and Tay. Now, this is the one, vocal duo of the year, this is the one where they sandwich the winner with a bunch of duos that have no chance in hell of winning, um... No offense, no offense to um, <laughs> the other ones. Uh, Brooks and Dunn, they've had their day. Um, I think Brothers Osborne won once. Uh, low cash, no chance. Maddie and Tay, no chance. Um, I'm going to give it to Dan and Shay. Vocal group of the year. Lady A, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and Zach Brown Band. I'm going to give this to... Um, I'm going to say Little Big Town. I'm going to say Little Big Town. Next up is Male Vocalist of the Year. Eric Church, Luke Combs, Cody Johnson, Chris Stapleton, and Morgan Wallen. Um, I'm going to say um, I'd like for Eric Church to win. He will not. Um, Cody Johnson, he won't win. Um, I'm going to go with Luke Combs for this. Matter of fact, I believe this will be, if he wins this year, I believe this will be back-to-back. -back. I think Luke won it last year as well. Now, as for Female Vocalist of the Year, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Carly Pierce, Carrie Underwood, Lainey Wilson. Um, 
this probably is gonna go to well it's probably th this is a toss-up I'm gonna say Carrie Underwood um no 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 I'm gonna let's take that back I'm gonna say Carly Pierce yep Carly Pierce I'm gonna say she's gonna win it for the second year in a row she won it last year as well um Laney Wilson not quite there yet she's she might win it next year um all these are good uh, all these are fantastic that's why it's so tough to pick a winner uh, now we get to entertainer of the year Morgan Wallen Carrie Underwood Chris Stapleton Miranda Lambert um if if you're sensing a pattern here, you're not the only one. <laughs> um, lot, um, lot of the same nominees for these awards. Who do I think is going to win the Entertainer of the Year? Um... I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go with uh, Luke Combs to do a back to back and then I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen as soon well maybe not even as soon as the CMA awards are over probably during the CMA awards um there are going to be a lot of Angry tweets about um, the white-dominated CMA Awards, the white male-dominated CMA Awards. Um, yeah, so expect that to happen. That's always fun. Um, of course, that's... If you needed me to point out, that's me being sarcastic... Um, when people go online and complain about award shows, it's just kind of like, hey, you know what? It's it it, it doesn't matter. It, it's like, listen, it's like me complaining about it's like maybe it's like me complaining about Kelsey Ballerini never winning. Or this year, not... Well, actually, she was nominated this year. Um, but anyway, let's get into the performances of the night. Um, Loretta Lynn... A Loretta, a Loretta Lynn tribute will open the show. An all-star lineup. Um, it's being kept a secret, which is cool. I'm glad that there are still some seekers. Uh, I clicked on it to see if there was any information. There is not. Um, they're actually, like I say, they're actually keeping secrets here. Uh, so let you tune in and see who's going to perform. Also performing, um, 
There will be an Alan Jackson tribute, which this will be cool. Um, performances by Dirks Bentley, John Party, Carrie Underwood, and Lenny Wilson. Special collaborations by Oh Ho Ho, Your Drunk Go Home by Kelsey Ballerini, featuring Kelly Clarkson and Carly Pierce. And, whoa, am I seeing... I'm going to have to watch the Kelly Clarkson show. I'm watching... I'm seeing this render they've got here, and Kelly Clarkson has red hair. Interesting. I mean, not that hair color makes a difference to anything. Just something I noticed, whatever. Um... Brothers Osborne with War and Treaty covering the Rolling Stones. It's only rock and roll and I like or it's only rock and roll, but I like it. And let me tell you something. I've heard a little bit of this and I do like it. I mean it ain't as good as the Stones, but what is? Um Hardy featuring Lady Wilson. Hardy featuring Laney Wilson. Wait in the truck. That's <laughs> the I can't, I have, that ought to be a good one. Um, Thomas Rhett and Katy Perry singing Where We Started. Haven't heard that, haven't heard those two singing together. Um, Ashley McBride joined by Brandy Clark, Kaylee Hammock, Pillbox Patty. Okay, that's seriously her name, Pillbox Patty. And John Osborne. Of Brothers Osborne. When Will I Be Loved? I cannot get over Pillbox Patty. That, that name just... Wow. And as you would expect, she is a platinum blonde. Um, <laughs> L. King with the Black Keys. Covering Great Balls of Fire. In tribute to the late, great... Jerry Lee Lewis, Chris Stapleton with Patty Loveless, covering You'll Never Leave Harlan Alive, Zach Brown Band featuring Jimmy Allen and Marcus King out in the middle. Now, if you watch NASCAR, you're probably familiar with Marcus King. Um, he sang... Um, I don't know what the song's title was. I'm going to say it's... I think it's Let the Good Times Roll. Um, but it's not the Ray Charles Let the Good Times Roll um, for NASCAR. So you heard that is its theme song. So you heard it before every race, which was a sweet deal for him. And performances by Luke Bryan will be performing Country On. Luke Combs... We'll be performing the kind of love we make. Listen, I'm a huge Luke Combs fan. Um, I was a fan before I saw his stagecoach stagecoach appearance this year. But I saw his stagecoach appearance, and man, that man can sing, dude. Damn. Cody Johnson will be performing Till You Can't. 
hopefully they'll let him do the entire song this year. Uh, when he was a new artist, they um, had him do one verse, I believe. They had all the new artists do one verse of their big songs. Um, Miranda Lambert will be performing Geraldine. I've not heard that, but um, <laughs> it should be something. Uh, Reba McIntyre, will, well, it just says a special performance for, by Reba McIntyre. See what that is. Um, Carly Pierce will perform her song Dear Miss Loretta. Over under on Carly crying during that song. I'm going to say yes, she does. She absolutely does. Cole Swindell, She Had Me at Heads Carolina. That's that's a good song. If you hadn't heard that, um, yeah, that, that's a good one. Um, Carrie Underwood, Hate My Heart. I've not heard that song. So I'm looking forward to that one. Morgan Wallen, You Proof. I have heard that song, and I like it. Presenters for the CMA Awards. Um, Mookie Betts. Really? You got the Dodgers star Mookie Betts presenting. Cool. Cool. Uh, Breland will be presenting. I like Breland. He's he's good. He's very good. Jessica Chastain will be presenting. That's that's interesting. Uh, Jordan Davis is a presenter. Sarah Drew, of whom I'm not familiar. Um, Cole Hauser, who is Rip from Yellowstone, which, once again, also will feature brand new cast member Lainey Wilson and premieres just a few days after the CMA Awards, coincidentally. The CMA Awards are Wednesday, and four days later, Sunday, Yellowstone premieres. So that's going to be cool. Tyler Hubbard will be a presenter. Winona Judd will be a presenter. Lady A will present. Rex Lynn, Little Big Town. Parker McCollum, Reba. Ben and Ernie Nap Ben and Aaron Napier from I'm not familiar, but appears to be HGTV. Uh Jeannie Seeley. Michael Shannon. And Lainey Wilson will be presenting. That, um, that is all I got. Uh, that's the lineup, the rundown. And, okay, so, let's see, how many performances, um, How many performances? Wallen, Carrie Underwood, Coles Wendell, Carly, Reba, Miranda, six, seven, eight, nine performances. Um, but um, they also, okay, 
Hear Drunk Go Home. 10 performances. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Um, 17 performances. Alan Jackson Tribute will be 18. 19. The Loretta Lynn Tribute to open the show. So by my count, that's 19 performances. And, um, Good luck to the nominees, and should be a good show. And that, um, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, um, Crown Jewel, gotta talk about Crown Jewel. Um, WWE Crown Jewel was, um, Saturday and let's see the Raw Women's Championship um, oh wait a minute let's start off um, Brock Lesnar defeated Bobby Lashley um, and it looks like it looks like in this feud, um, kind of looks like Lesnar is going back to being the heel again. Remember, he was a face there for a little bit, um, when he had his unsuccessful bids against Roman Reigns, but, um, he beat the living shit out of, um, Bobby Lashley. And, you know, Brock may be a tweener, actually. Just kind of goes back and forth between heel and face. Um, Dakota Kai and Eo Sky defeated Alexa Bliss and Asuka to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. Now, I get why they did this. It looks like Alexa Bliss... Um, you know, during her interview time, she was distracted by Bray's symbol coming up on the TV. I mean, it was, it is kind of interesting that they're just, they just gave Alexa and Asuka the titles only to take them right off them but you know that's whatever we'll see what happens um steel cage match um drew mcintyre defeated carrying cross i was a little bit surprised at that one because i don't think um has let's see they had a no, Cross won the strap. Okay. So they're probably going to have to have a rubber match. Um, the six-man tag, the Judgment Day defeated the OC. I'm going to point out that the OC have not won one match. Well, one tag match. I think Carl um, Anderson defeated... Um, 
I think Carl Anderson defeated um, somebody. I that's I I don't know. That's how much attention I pay sometimes to WWE. I guess um, Braun Strowman defeated Omos. The Usos retained the tag team championship. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship over the Brawling Brutes. Now, if the Uso the Usos, um, they will defend the tag team titles against the New Day. This coming week on SmackDown, if they defeat the New Day, they will pass the New Day and become the longest reigning tag team champions. Bianca Belair defeated Bailey to successfully defend to successfully retain her Raw Women's Championship in a last man standing match, or last woman standing match rather. Um this makes me wonder okay now they had This was Bailey's second shot, so I guess third time's gonna be the charm and Bailey's gonna win the title at some point. Probably on a random raw. <laughs> maybe maybe she calls for the rematch tonight and wins it. Who knows? Um The Bray Wyatt mystery deepened at Crown Jewel. Roman Reigns defeated Logan Paul to successfully retain his WWE Universal Championship. Um, that's um, that is Crown Jewel. That was Crown Jewel. Um, next up. Is Survivor Series. Um, I'm excited about this. Survivor Series. Is going to be. Headlined. By War Games. That. Oh. That's going to be great. That is going to be great. Now. Plans for War Game matches. At the Survivor Series, which Survivor Series will take place in Boston on Saturday, November 26th. Now, that is one week after Full Gear, which I will talk about. Um, let's see, Full Gear is the 19th, so next week I will discuss Full Gear. Um, WWE previously announced that the 2022 Survivor Series premium live event will feature the main roster return of War Games. There will be one match for the men's division and one match for the women's. It's now confirmed the match will feature 10 competitors, 5 on each team. The change was revealed during a new commercial that aired during Crown Jewel. 
Um, War Games was brought back in 2017 for the WWE NXT brand, and they have used the double cage double cage structure. The double cage structure for five events since then. The matches have ranged from three on three, three versus three versus three, and four versus four. War Games has not featured a five versus five contest since WCW. I would love to see five on five. Um, but I think it's going to be the Bloodline, which is well, if they want. To put Sammy in there. That could be their 5 on 5. But who they face? Um, the Brawling Brutes are 3. And they would have to pick 2. That is if Sheamus comes back. Which I would think Sheamus would be back by then. Because he took off. Well, his off time was to get married, and I would imagine his honeymoon. Um, the War Games commercial included the War Pig single by Black Sabbath, Sabbath, performed by celebrity WWE Hall of Famer Ozzy Osbourne. The WWE Survivor Series Premium Live Event is scheduled for Saturday, November 26th from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Like I said, a week after AEW's Full Gear. The Spire Series commercial features the Bloodline, Judgment Day, Damage Control, and more. Which, so, you know, they're all going to be in it. Um... That is, um, that's going to be it for my podcast for this week. Um, hope you've enjoyed, um, like, subscribe, leave a review, um, subscribe on Spotify, like on um, Apple Music. Um, that's um, that's pretty much it. And um, Tuesday is election day, so everybody go vote. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for because that's not how I roll. Um, yeah, that's... Um, that is it for the week. Um, don't really have a music pick. Um, I've just been listening to... Um, been listening to... Um, Sirius XM. Um, classic vinyl. Classic rock. Classic rewind. Um, it has gotten to the point where the... Some of the classic rock is some of the stuff that I grew up with. Like, good lord, they consider that classic now. Um, so I guess I'm classic. Um, cool. Um, 
well, that is um, where I'll leave you this week. And um, be kind, be cool, be kind, be cool, be courageous, and uh, go out there and go out there and kick some ass, whatever you do, in whatever you do, however you do it. Um, Peace out, and I'll talk to you next week. Uh, This is Andy Sullivan. You've been listening to Blendertainment.